welcome to In My Mug episode 275 on Monday the 17th of February 2014. I am your host Stephen Layton. Welcome to In My Mug and welcome to the news. So let's make this news happen. The UKBC happened. Um, it happened in Birmingham, as did the Brewers' Cup. Um, and for those who didn't see it on Twitter, um, I won. Well, I came first in the first round, so I now go through to the finals, which will be held at uh, London Coffee Festival in April, the first weekend in April. Um, I may have been trash talking a little bit while I was uh, competing, though. Uh, somebody recorded a little bit of vid- crazy, stupid video that I was when I was doing because it's closed service, so nobody gets to see you. The judges don't get to see you, um, and this whole thing on the photo uh, for uh, Instagram that I put up. But I kind of managed to win by about thirty points, which is a, a lot. I-, I don't know how it happened. I'm very much looking forward to London Coffee Festival and. Uh, representing in the final um, so yeah speaking of the London Coffee Festival if you want to come and see me perform in the Brewers Cup um, you can send in a screen grab you can send in um, uh, an Ask Dale question Dale our resident barista who came second in the superheat uh, in the same uh, barista competition thing and uh, he's going through to the semi-finals in London on the Saturday um, you could choose to go and see him with the, the free tickets that you can win um, so screen grab, Vine, Ask Dale, in fact Ask Dale, I want an Ask Dale Barista question this week and if you send me a question to the normal channels you will, uh, you will, and your question gets chosen you'll get two tickets um, to London Coffee Festival on my guest list on your chosen day um, and why don't we look at this week's winner who did get the two tickets for the coffee festival on the day of their choice Andrew, Andy Reid, you need to let me know drop me an email uh, with your guest name and which day you want to come you can either come Friday and see me in the Brewers Cup you can come Saturday and see Dale um, in the uh, UK Barista Championship you can come Sunday and you can see the live in my mug Um, but before we go any further let's see Andy's Vine of the Week Did an amazing job on that one. Like he's thought about that one. I love that vine, Andy. Love it, love it. I cannot wait to see you at London Coffee Festival. So drop me an email with your guest name, and um, yes, you can you can get. And also, Andy, you also win the T-shirt that money cannot buy. So you're a double winner. Um, and that was the fun packed London Coffee Festival UKBC Bruce Cup winning news. So we're focusing on, and we're focusing back on Brazil this month, and today we're focusing on the Brazil of Canario. So as I said, I'm focusing on Canario. Last week's Inglaterra was a Canario. This week's comes from Vizenda Cachoeira, but he's also a Canario. Um, Canario is a natural mutation of the Bourbon varietal. In a similar way to things like the Pacas or the Munden Novu, um, it's mutated into, uh, like the, the, the Pacas mutated in El Salvador, Munden Novu mutated in Costa Rica, um, and this is Brazil's version. Um, breaking it down into simple terms, it's basically over time the plants evolve and change some of their characteristics. 
For me, this coffee plant gives a more intense cup varietal than a bourbon. Um, and I've tasted the yellow bourbon as we have on here uh, from Cachoeira. And it's like they've found 11 on the dial for the amplifier. The guitar sounds a little bit more. The acidity is a little bit more intense. Um, there is a side effect and a bad side that it's actually, it's not as resistant to disease and pest and is lower yielding than the Bourbon, um, which is already a fairly low yielding coffee plant. But it produces this super interesting coffee cup that I think um, is super, in well, it's, it's an interesting coffee varietal uh, and it's always an interesting cup for it. So that was Focus On. So, we should talk about this week's coffee. Coffee comes from Brazil and it calls from Fazenda Cachoeira. It is a staple. It is a big favourite of mine. This farm, it would make me sad if this farm, we didn't get this coffee's farm. And it sparked a massive change in what I thought I knew about coffee. I can remember the first time I've cooked it, and I know I've told this story only in my mug before, but some of you are new, in fact, lots of you are new, so um, what happened was I cooked it, and I just was, my whole perception of coffee was changed. I remember phoning my wife up and saying, Sarah, I just tasted milk chocolate. And she was like, you always say you taste that stuff. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. But this was the one that I really got it. And um, Gabrielle has become a really good friend, um, and when he doesn't have the court order against me because I'm a bit of a fanboy. Um, but because he's a friend, we always get access to the best of the crop. Um, and this year and for the last three years, we've had a European exclusive on this coffee. So very, very proud of that. Um, Fazenda Cachoeira has been in the uh, Carvalho Diaz family since 1890 and recently celebrated its 108th crop. So it's been around a little while. It's located in Sao Paulo state, but it's just three miles from Minas Gerais, which is the kind of coffee growing hub of, uh, of, of, of Brazil for me. So I always actually think this is much more of a uh, Minas Gerais coffee than, than, than a Sao Paulo. Um, it has a really mountainous range. Uh, it's in the Sul de Minas region. It's located at an altitude of 1,100 to 1,250 meters. Um, and Gabriel, who I've already said owns it. He's one of the like top agronomists in Brazil. Um, his family owns several farms which border each other in the area, and it is 417 hectares. Now, put that in context, a lot of the Colombians we were cupping recently, they were like four hectares, five hectares, and this is 417. And 165 of them are coffee. He also plants eucalyptus trees, just as Stephen from, Cashew uh, from Inglaterra does as well, because Gabriel helps Stephen and the group that he works with help Stephen with his farm, and, and, and he's, they're not actually too far away, they're about 45 minutes away from each other, because um, it's in very near to Pocos de Caldos. Uh, Gabrielle takes social and, and environmental sustainability like really seriously. Um, the farm has a very kind of clever program, uh, planting program, uh, planting different species, uh, making sure that there's a balance of trees, balance of like natural habitats for animals living on the farm and for, for coffee. He's also really important that he looks after his workers. So he has a school, um, there's a club, uh, there's a soccer field. Um, football field and why am I saying soccer uh, he calls it soccer I call it football um, he has 47 houses where the employees live all with modern facilities wastewater is treated to avoid polluting the streams the farm has a small hydroelectric plant in the waterfall as Cachoeira means waterfall in Portuguese um, and he, he's very careful to make sure that everything is looked after on the farm um, you know, some of the trees on the farm are extremely old and they keep cutting back and redoing. So, um, yeah, like it's a, just a model, model farm. When you go, well, 
Well, you, you can go actually because he's built a, a mountain biking lodge there, so you can actually go on holiday to Kashwara. Um, but it is, it's just a, a, it's like Disney World for coffee. There are so many photo opportunities, there are so many amazing, um, amazing vistas, amazing views. Uh, it really is quite special. Um, the farm has lots of different varietals, but obviously, this is the Canario varietal, and um, as we talked about in the focus on Canario, uh, is something that's very kind of. Uh, kind of it's right for that area it seems to just kind of work really well so we should look at our numbers on well the farm is called Vizenda Cachoeira de Grama it's called the Grama because some people tried to rip off the farm it was so successful in the uh, early 2000s it's a pulp natural process from the Canario varietal comes from an altitude of 1100 to 1250 meters above sea level owned by Gabriel Carvalho Diaz and his family um, the uh, nearest city is uh, Pocos de Caldos um, and it is from the Magana region of Sao Paulo. Um, so now it's time for us to go and do our amazing and interesting bit. Hello, there I am. Oh, I look really good there. Uh, that's because I am really good. Um, we're zooming up. We're zooming into Google Earth. And uh, there's the UK. And we're going across the Atlantic and going to the country of Brazil. Um, Brazil is uh, too big. I hate visiting there because everything is a long, long way away. Um, but I am looking forward to visiting because of the World Cup. Have I mentioned about that in the past? Oh, hey, but let's look at Brazil. So Brazil has the longest beach in the world at 7,500 kilometres. I, I couldn't even run that. And I'm really good at running. Um, we're going down and we're going down to Minas Gerais. Minas Gerais is where some of my favourite coffees come from. I kind of do love this area. Um, it, although, kind of saying that, Cachoeira actually isn't part of Minas Gerais. If you look, it's smack on the border and it actually goes across. But you can throw stones um, at, uh, at Minas from here. So there's the farm. Um, just below where you, that like drying patio is, the, the waterfall, which is Cachoeira uh, in Portuguese, it means waterfall he's just below there um, and there's an in my mug I did a while back where I'm actually paddling in that waterfall but we go down and we see there we've got drying patios we've got the whole um, the whole kind of houses that the workers live on it's like a little village when you kind of get in there um, it is a great great farm um, I really do love visiting there um, but yeah there we go we're going to getting into that whole this is the drying patios that we're outlining um, and, and all of the outbuildings. It's, um, yeah, it's really good. One of the best Google Earths you can kind of get for a farm that you can really see lots and lots of detail. Um, but yeah, let's zoom back up and let's go up to there and let's go. That was the map bit. So I'm back. I'm going to dive straight into my espresso because I love this coffee. First thing that hits you is milk chocolate. It is so much milk chocolate. But it has this chewiness to it that reminds me really, really of like toffee. Um, and you know what I say about the acidity being turned up a notch? This is kind of like peaches that comes running through in there. It is an absolutely delicious espresso. So I'm gonna drive into my cappuccino. I didn't do the wheel of death this week, did I? Oh well, I probably don't deserve the wheel of death this week. I've, I've had a a hard week so that acidity disappears in milk very much and it really is just caramel 
Um, you just get this melted, warm caramel taste that just is amazing. Um, it really does work super, super well. We're gonna dive into the uh, brewed coffee. Uh, I'm doing a Chemex, for I am the king of Chemex. I have a crown and everything. So uh, I'm gonna dive into this. This coffee makes me very, very happy. It really does make me happy. It is sweet. It is smooth. It is caramel. It is milk chocolate. It is toffee. It is peaches. It is clean. It is phenomenal. It's an amazing, amazing coffee. And after those naturals that we had, so we had the San Sebastian and the uh, Limoncillo naturals, this is so nice to be in this place. And it so shows how much different coffees can be. Um, send me your questions for Dale for next week so you can win two tickets to London Festival on my guest list. I have a guest list. Um, uh, yes, uh, send me a screen grab still, send me uh, lots of things, I want lots of things coming in. Not only will you win those tickets, you'll also win the t-shirt that money cannot buy. Um, I am going to finish there because I am going to go and finish off this Chemex. And do remember, life is definitely too short for bad coffee.